0: Women Taking the Lead, Episode 17.
1: And it's because I love them. I want everybody to be the best that they can be, to develop into a loving and giving society that will be helpful to everyone. Hello, my name
0: is Jody Flynn, and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. This episode is sponsored by Luma Coaching. Want some support to get your dreams off the ground? Go to womentakingthelead.com forward slash coaching to sign up for a consultation with me. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. everyone and thank you for joining us today. I'm here with Kathy Flynn who is my mom and she is a proud mother and grandmother. She has been married for almost 46 years to her husband Richard and they have 8 children and 11 grandchildren. All 8 children have graduated from college and she says they are successful. <laughs> Kathy herself graduated from college when she was in her late 40s. Her passions are her children, grandchildren and the Catholic Church. Her hobbies are reading crocheting, knitting, and babysitting her grandchildren. Mom, that's only a little intro for everyone, so tell us more about you and your own humble beginnings.
1: I am an only child. I graduated from a Catholic um, high school. Um, I met your father in my uh, early teenage years. Um, We started dating just before I turned 21, I was in college at the time, and so we decided uh, when we got engaged to, once I graduated, that we would get married. As it turned out, I, I didn't graduate. Um, I didn't make it through the teaching program. I didn't realize at that time what I wanted to be, so I had studied teaching. Um, we got married in June. I was pregnant Uh, Within the first year, when I had our first child, in 1970, and our last child in 1980, Um, the children have been everything in my life, and they still are, but I did discover that I needed something else for myself. So I went back to college when I was in my um, mid to late 40s and graduated with a degree in speech pathology. Um, I didn't not so much that I wanted to be a spe- I was interested in speech pathology but it was more to prove that I could graduate because I wanted my our children to graduate from college at the time. And actually they gave me the impetus to do it because you, your sister Kerry and your brother Sean were in college at the time. And I ended up graduating the same year as Kerry did. Um, so this gave me a chance to prove myself Um, that I could do it, because I I wasn't fulfilled completely. Um, The majority of me was fulfilled with raising you children, because I I loved you more than anything else in this world. Um, But I needed something to prove that as an individual I was worthy, and um, I did this by going back to school. (laughs) I'm getting emotional about this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me cry, Mom. No, I'll
0: try Don't not to. Don't cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, Mom, you know, you've definitely had successes in many different areas of your life. And, you know, I know you've gained a lot of confidence um, from your early years. But take us back to a time when you were playing small, right? And you may not have been aware of it at the time. Share with us the stories and the lessons you learned. Okay.
1: It ha- You're right about not realizing it at the time. It wasn't until, I mean, I'd say the last 10 or 15 years that um, I realized how interested I was in nursing, but I played it small. I was afraid to, um, that I wouldn't make it through the biology and chemistry and cl- all the science classes that would go with nursing. Um, I did volunteer at a hospital while I was in high school. I was what you call a candy striper, and I was in—I worked in uh, a lot of the different areas, areas from the um, pharmacy to delivering the mail to helping feeding the patients and everything. And I was really interested in that. I love helping people, but I was small. I—I—I I, I didn't try, and I do regret it now because I. Never knew anything else that I was really passionate about. Um, I didn't give myself the chance. I, I, In fact, I realized that I didn't even know anything about um, being a practical nurse, a licensed practical nurse. Even though they do study, it's not quite as hot as the, uh, the RN program. But I didn't give myself a chance of doing it, to try it.
0: Mom, how does that change how you live today, knowing that you know there was a time in your life where you didn't believe in yourself you didn't think you were capable but now now you know you are how does that change how you're living
1: today if something comes up that i might be hesitant about i will still try i will i will um research research it before i got into it maybe um i do a lot more reading i talk to more people asking advice um, I talk to you kids maybe about something if I have a question. Uh, I don't put it on the back burner like I would before, um, hoping that everything would come out. And I pray a lot. I I turn to Jesus and I ask him, is this what you want me to do? If it is, uh, something happens that leads me in that direction, I w- I'll go that way. I won't hesitate. Um, I don't believe in... Putting off till tomorrow, type of philosophy. You know, I, I, I'd rather get it today, do it today. If I fail, I fail. That's, that's all there is to it. But more often than not, I will succeed.
0: Mom, give us an example of something um, that you came across where you weren't too sure about. You, you kind of wanted to do it, but you
1: had to do more research. Uh, well, one thing was when I went back to school, um, because I had gone to school when I was younger, I had college credits. Now, when I went back, it was I was about 45, uh, 42, between 42 and 45 that when I started back. And I remember going up the, the stairs to the administration building and saying to myself, if they accept... Most of the college credits from my from the original time I went to school, then I'll go back to school so um I did i was my- my stomach was churning, oh, I felt horrible, but I knew it was my nerves so i as soon as I walked into the office, I calmed down and I asked, and sure enough, they accepted my original credits, so I only had it it took me two years to complete my bachelor's and um that's why I went to school because I, uh, I gave them a chance. If 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 it was meant to be, then everything would fall in line, and it did. And I was very happy about that.
0: Now share with us a time in your journey when you had a wake up call. Take us back to that moment and share with us the steps you took that led to your success.
1: Well, again with college, um, everything was different. Um, in my forties, I. Don't learn as easily as I did when I was 18, 19 years old, but I took notes, I recorded my classes, I rewrote my notes when I got home while I was listening to the tape I had played, and I highlighted the the material in the textbooks, I really put my all into it, And while we're at it, I have to thank your father because if it wasn't for your father, I wouldn't have been able to do it. He took on a lot of the responsibilities I had of, you know, taking care of the house, making supper, and cleaning the clothes, washing the clothes, and everything. He took that on himself for me um, and helped me to get through school. Um, It was hard. It was a lot of work, but it was well worth it, and I learned a lot, and I met a a lot of nice people.
0: Mm. And what I want everyone to get is there's no one way to lead. We're all different. We're going to lead differently. Um, You and I had a whole conversation about this last night, but Mom, how would you describe your leadership style?
1: (laughs) I never even thought of it as a leadership style, but... I realized lately that most of it I, I suggest I don't tell people what to do or ask them what to do. I kind of make suggestions and I'm not sure if that that's a good leadership style because, um, people don't, I want people to uh, take my suggestions, but they don't have to, because that's all they are are suggestions. Um, I think it was because I my personality I don't like being told being told what to do. if you asked me to do something for you, I would climb the highest mountain to do it for you um, but somebody telling me that so I try to avoid doing that to other people but my uh, they they don't like my suggestions either so <laughs> I'm not sure what my leadership style is. I'm I i, I I'm still developing. Even though I'm in my 60s, I'm still learning how to be a leader.
0: Mom, what is one thing you're working on right now that
1: you're really excited about? I'm excited about the Casillo movement. The Casillo movement uh, started in Spain in the 1960s. It evolved into a... Um, program that is teaches you about Jesus, about the Catholic Church, about our um, our faith. It gives you a a feeling of security, of love, of wanting more to, for the church. Um, it makes you aware of every person in the church and how much we are family, and Jesus is our Savior, Um, it makes you realize how much he loves you and how much you are learning to love him more, to grow in your faith, and to want other people to grow with you. Um, I made my Cursillo in 1983 originally, and I had a great weekend, but it has even grown more. Um, your sister Carrie made the weekend. I think it was 2012, and since then, we uh, our parishes have blended together. We were members of Saint Catherine of Sweden, and now we're it's Sacred Heart Saint Catherine of Sweden, and the people are wonderful and. A lot of the people there have made a casil. We have grown in our faith and in our love for everyone. And I just want to share that with everyone in any way I I can. Um you have to have a sponsor to go on the weekend. And I have so far I have sponsored three lovely women. And um I just want everyone to to learn to love Jesus like I do.
0: And mom, what because I'm curious about this. I don't know much about it. How does Crucio differ from just religious education?
1: Well, for one thing, you have to be an adult. Okay. And I know it sounds, why? You know, because you have to appreciate certain things. Children don't appreciate uh, as much an adult does. As they get to be teenagers, they do. But... um the way the, the weekend was developed, it's um, they have what they call royals or teaching experiences on different topics that people give. And um, a child wouldn't be able to be uh, away from their family for that long of a time. It isn't really long, but for a child, it would be. Um, and I think as you grow older, you're searching and this is an area uh, where you might f- find some answers to your questions, or you might find a way to get your answers, somebody to help you. Um, we, You can have two people going on a Cursillo, and they'll come away with two different things. Um, we all experience it differently. It, 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 I don't know why, it's just a matter of faith, I guess, um, what you're meant to hear um some people won't hear they can't repeat everything from the weekend because they didn't get everything they get a certain amount, a certain thing so we you're constantly um learning it's teaching you how to learn where to search for your your um information um to learn to appreciate um the saints um our leaders uh priests and um uh, pope especially pope francis i just love him um but it's taught me to appreciate um the doctors of the church um pa- pope john paul ii john the 23rd with his um i'm sorry my mind has gone blank for the word that's
0: it's okay because what i wanted to say mom you know just to sum it all yep. up what i'm hearing is is that the carceo is a program developed within the catholic church um, for catholic adult catholics who are looking for more answers and to understand their faith more
1: deeply exactly exactly okay. jodie you okay. you worded it very well <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm on the hot seat I'm afraid. <laughs>
0: you are in the hot seat mom that's okay strange things happen when you're when you're in the hot seat. Okay now I'm going to do a quick leadership roundup so tell us what is one practice that makes you a better leader?
1: I think it's my love for everyone. I want the best for our children, for our grandchildren, for our friends. And it's because I love them. I want everybody to be the best that they can be, to develop into a loving and giving society that will be helpful to everyone. But everything, it's based on love. And I love you. I love your brothers and sisters. And I love your, um, your nieces and nephews. Um, I love the people at church. You know, I love my friends. And the more that that grows in me, the more I can give to everyone else.
0: And what is one book that you would recommend to a woman to help her develop her leadership?
1: Oh, boy. Um, There's quite a few books that I have read lately. I, I... I'm a contradiction in a way. I love my regular books. I love my mysteries and stuff like that. But I, I have developed more into, um, uh, I guess, more of a spiritual books. The book I'm reading right now, which I think is great, it's Life's Greatest Lesson by Alan R. Hunt, which is excellent. And when I was talking about Casillo. Matthew Kelly has a program called the Dynamic Catholics, and um, he has quite a few books. Um, if you go to dynamiccatholic.com, you can get the information on them. They have free books for people. And you can even, if you belong to a parish, ask your pastor if, if he will sponsor a um, where he gives everybody a book for Christmas or something like that that will help the church and keep them enlightened on what's happening in their faith. Some
0: and knowing what you know now, mm-hmm. if given a chance to go back and do anything differently, what would you change?
1: I would I would try nursing. <laughs> 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 I really would. Now I would I don't know if I'd make it. But I would try it. And if I didn't make it, that's fine. But I would find something, I think, in the medical field. Um, Other than that, I I wouldn't change a thing. I'm happily married. I love my family. And I, I wouldn't change any one of them. Now, share with
0: us a success quote or a mantra and why it has meaning for you.
1: My mantra is, Jesus I trust in you, um, that is written on, there's a a movement in the church, a divine mercy movement, and there's a picture of Jesus, um, and at the bottom of it, it says, Jesus, I trust in you, and um, I do. I trust in Him, and when I'm nervous or doubtful about something, I'll say a prayer to Jesus to help me, and I said, and I will trust in You, Lord, that everything will work out, and so I keep that in my mind, that I, I, I can trust in Him. I have faith in Him. Mm. And
0: Mom, if someone wants to reach out and connect with you, what's the best way for them to do that?
1: Probably on, on Facebook or my email. It's SuperGrammy5. At Hotmail.com. Um, I would love to hear from anybody. I love people. And if anybody wants to contact me, feel free to do so.
0: And um, on Facebook, you're Kathy with a C. Mm-hmm. Ka- Kathy Taylor Flynn. Right. Um, And you can find all the links and resources shared in this episode at womentakingthelead.com, or you can use the short link, which is womentl.com. And mom, thank you so much for taking the time to inspire and enlighten us. Now you're going to make me emotional. (laughs) I love you, Jody. (laughs) (laughs) We are all better for having met you. Love you, honey. Thank you for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. Were you inspired to take some action today, but maybe don't know where to start? Or maybe you have so many great ideas, you can't decide where to focus your attention. Don't let stress or overwhelm stop you from having the career, the business, or the life you want to live. Head over to womentakingthelead.com forward slash coaching or use the short link womentl.com forward slash coaching to sign up for a consultation with me. And to strengthen you on your leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson, so here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do.